0: We had a guy call in today who got some uh, wild uh, info about his sister and his best friend over Thanksgiving. But I think it's, it's going to be a good thing. Maybe do too. a good thing. And, and a lot of people texted and called said they've been through the same thing. So that was pretty cool to do today.
1: We found out that AJ knows nothing about Christmas. <laughs> right? That also, was a part of it.
0: oh uh, I need to figure out how to cook better. Yes. Our, better portions, if you will. And my breakfast choice got... Some scrutiny. Yes. It, well, it should. No, i we, we covered a lot of ground today, man. You're just going to have to listen to the podcast to hear it. It starts right now. Kelly and Wood. Wood and I were talking earlier this morning just randomly about being bad friends, mm-hmm. right? Not to each other, but no. just people being bad friends to their friends. And you said that sparked a text conversation you were having with this guy.
1: Uh, yeah. Isaac texted in about a bad friend he had over Thanksgiving. and it,
0: Dude. Bring right. it to the airwaves. Right. If you're going to text and it's that good of a story, we want you to be on the air with us. Right. We got four hours to fill every morning. You have to understand that. Lord knows we got tons of C comments Right. content, so come on. <laughs> All right. Well, Isaac, what's up, man? Whoops. I hit the wrong button. Hey. Isaac? Hey, guys. What's up? So what? What was? what's going on? Why would have you text in this morning?
2: So <clears throat> during Thanksgiving, I found out that my friend has been seeing my sister basically behind my back. And uh, now he's telling me, he's not asking me, but he's telling me that he's dating her. Okay. I how long, know, how long you have know. you, first of all, I guess, how old is your sister? She's, uh, she's old enough. She's like 23. Okay. okay. All right. All so right. old enough. Right. <laughs> okay. Now, how long have you been friends? About nine years. How long was that? Nine years. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So it's not a lifelong friendship. Is he a good dude? Yeah, you know, he's a good guy, and he seems to make my sister happy, but honestly, I just kind of feel like you violated a code.
0: Now, I know someone very close to me who went through this exact same thing, and he actually ended up marrying... The, so it was It was in our circle of friends, right? Okay. My friend had a sister who who was attractive, and, mm-hmm. and we all kind of had a thing for her. Uh, but all of us mind our P's and Q's, and he decided to go for it. And it actually ended up working out, but it did destroy the friendship between my friend and this guy. Really? Yeah, it absolutely destroyed it. N- T- to this day, they don't get along.
1: Now, Isaac, can I ask you a question? And, and I want to make sure I'm asking this. Because I'm not trying to be rude or anything. Does your sister, I mean, does she... Go on a lot of dates. I mean, are is you know she very choosy when it comes to her guys.
2: And to be honest, if they end up getting married, I think that's the only situation that would be good to come out of this. Because anything else that I think of, it would be like you know friendship over basically.
0: So it's probably tough to be on your end too, because you've probably had conversations with this guy, like guys do, where we get a little off color, and now this guy is talking to your sister. Yeah,
2: that's got to be tough. But you said he's a good guy. He's a good guy. There, there was nothing, like, you know, that was causing red flags for me as far as, you know, anything other than him just simply being my friend and seeing my sister. You know, that puts a big divide in two people. Well, what did what did you say when all this came to light? Uh, honestly, I was shocked. I mean, I was more, you know, tough than anything. I didn't say much.
0: <laughs> did they <laughs> Did they say it in front of everyone? Or was this a private conversation they had with you or what?
2: Well, they they kind of clued me into it, but uh, it, it was still very sudden. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, so did you,
1: she brought him to Thanksgiving?
2: Yeah, that's what ended up happening. That's serious,
1: though.
0: You know what I mean? Right, and the fact that they had enough respect to tell you. After that, the fact, though. Well, yeah, but... You know, all's fair in love and war. <laughs> and coming from a passive-aggressive guy who would have avoided this conversation at all costs, I totally get that. And she's twenty-three; he doesn't own her, right? Know. Yeah, boy. I don't. I don't know if this. So, if 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 they date for a while and then break up, you're saying that's it—friendship over?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, even before that, I mean, he's basically a spy for my sister now. Or he? Has <laughs> this for I don't know how long. You know,
0: I didn't even think of that that angle. That's deep now. <laughs> So, yeah. what what will you do? Will you just, like, ice this friendship until possibly something else happens? What are you going to do?
2: This guy, he basically, for me, in my eyes, violated a code, and, you know, now what?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To me look, I get it. I totally get it. But to me, it's just all is fair, man. Like, the, the heart wants what the heart... You know I me, mean, Wood. I love deeply. Yeah. Very deeply. So I'm all about what the heart tells you is what you need to do. If they break up, I think it matters that they break up.
1: And obviously, I hope... No offense, man. I hope they don't break up. I hope they get married and everything works out well. But if they break up and it's bad, then, then what sucks is you gotta choose. And of <laughs> course, I think you gotta choose family with that. Of course. But, so, I mean, 100%. you do actually have a little skin in this game, but, you know, in the long run of it. i hope it works out well
2: thank you i mean i hope so too i guess i think
0: <laughs> i think this i think you're one of those people that we're gonna have to keep in contact with just over the months and weeks and everything and just see how this all turns out because it'd be nice for us to know uh, you know how this all turns out for you but it's a good question is this violating a code i don't think it is i i stand firmly in that it's not okay. it, it sucks and it, it sucks for you and it was hard on them but man uh, when, once love gets involved man uh, you'll do some wild things
2: yeah, I guess time will tell. Uh,
0: hold, hold on one second, Isaac. We're going to get your information so we can call you back uh, and find out how this all turns out. Look at these texts coming in. Mm-hmm. We just had Isaac on the phone who found out over Thanksgiving that his sister and his best friend were dating. It wasn't like a cheap tawdry hookup. They were actually Dating, dating. Came to Thanksgiving, in fact. Romantic dating. He was saying that he felt like the guy was being a really bad friend, that he had broken a code. And I can't believe the amount of texts that came in of people that have been through similar situations.
1: And people are saying, look, don't worry about it, Ashley. He's being whiny about a little harmless uh, situation. Nothing wrong there. Uh, what about this one? Uh, Michelle, at their age, why date without the possibility of marriage? Right. My friend is marrying my brother in January. Oh, I'm just a- happy they're both happy.
0: There you go. See, that's yeah, it's different, though. That's sister to brother. Or not brother to sister. Uh, that changes that changes the playing field it? a smidge. No, uh, it shouldn't, but it does.
1: Uh, others texting in, how about that? This is the exact reason I hoped uh, for a girl first instead of a boy. It always creates a little tension when you have an older boy and a younger girl. All the friends coming over, it's bound to happen, but I guess look on the bright side. They know him really well. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh great text there from Hannah. Other ones coming in here. I dated my brother's f- friend. We broke up. They stayed friends. I dated another one of his friends. We got married. We've been married for over 40 years, and they're all friends Dang. this Dang, That's a That's very awesome. cool story. love seeing that one. I like KT's text here. Uh, I have an older brother, and of course, I had a crush on every one of his friends. I can <laughs> see where this guy does feel that way. Because if things go well, great. If things go bad, then something that your friend shouldn't do to your little sister, then there's a problem. Yeah. Maybe he just wanted this friend to ask permission first. I think that was kind of Isaac's thing yeah. of, uh, you know, d- come on, man. After all, they've all been friends longer than the couple has dated. Uh, How about this one? My sister-in-law was my best friend before she started dating my brother. We're no longer friends. Oh. But they're married. Dang. All right. Well, This happens a
0: lot, doesn't it?
1: Uh, How about this? Keep my name out of it. I'm in a similar situation. My cousin is dating my best friend. I was okay with it in the beginning, and my friend and I had a deal that I was supportive of it as long as our friendship didn't change. Sure enough, friendship changed. So... Maybe that's a thing. Like, you know, once they, because you're no longer that most important person in that dynamic. Right. You know what I mean? You're right. Because your loyalties now go with someone else. And as a friend, maybe that's hard for you.
0: You know what's funny? My first kiss was with my best friend at the time's younger sister. Really? Yeah. It just popped into my head when I was thinking about it when she said that, you know, an older brother protects the younger sister. He didn't seem to care. He knew about it. I was going to say, did he know? He knew about it. It was my friend, Tim Lones. He was like the only friend I had growing up, lived down the block. And his sister, Missy, I had a crush on her. And that was my first kiss. Now, were you a jerk about it? Heck no. I was oh. a gentleman. Well, I was 14. Well, then, yeah. But 14 is pretty late to get your first kiss. Well, hey, good for you, a, buddy. Late, And then I didn't have another one until I was 17. <laughs> So I don't know. That's uh, Mike, probably a slobbery.
1: Mikes are still on there, buddy. Uh, Mary, uh, how about this? I dated my best friend's brother. Four years in, we had a daughter, got engaged, getting married next year. So hey. This happens a lot, dude. It actually works out. Well, you got to think if you're all hanging out and everything. Uh, my best friend and I have become even closer. Best friends and sister-in-laws are the absolute best. So I'm liking this. Uh, I was 15. I was with my brother's best friend. We married eight years later. Now, 23 years later, we've been married for 17 years and have three kids.
0: Wow! So,
1: hey, man, there's been a lot more good than I was, bad.
0: I was going to say, these. Are, that's a ton of success stories. I, I'm i actually okay with this. Uh, let's see. We got someone sitting on hold so that's not a bad friend. He has an uh, example of being a worse friend. What happened? Oh, yeah. What happened?
2: I was working with another friend of mine, and uh, a position
0: came up for assistant manager, and I kind of threw him under the bus to get the position. Oh, so mm. you were the bad friend. Yeah. Oh, how did you throw him under the bus? I uh, told the boss man that he wasn't coming to work like he was supposed to, giving attitude to people and feeling Was it all true, though? Half of it. Oh, man. Dang, I'm surprised you were willing to admit all of this. I assume you guys aren't friends anymore. Actually, we are still best friends. He never figured it out. Oh, <laughs> okay. No names. Yeah, no you, names. Might, you might want to fire off a couple texts here real quick. Cause...
2: <laughs> Kevin
0: All right, we got Megan sitting on the phone right now. She is ready to try and win the intern's lunch. Megan, are you there? Yep. All right, so I played our intern, AJ, some Christmas songs, but I bleeped out a very strategic part. You just have to guess will he be able to finish the lyrics, okay? Okay Alright So first one on the block today And these are all some of my favorites right here Will he be able to finish this one?
1: Decorations of red On a green Christmas tree
0: Will he be able to get that one? I'm going to go no You don't think so? No, no Alright, now you just got to get best two out of three, okay? Okay, here we go.
2: Decoration.
0: That's the wrong part. Here we go. All right, AJ, you better show some respect on this one. Oh boy. It's uh, one of my favorites. <laughs> Finish these lyrics. All
1: right. Uh, this
0: is
2: uh, something blue.
0: Christmas, <laughs> you're not even trying, man. <laughs> That's what you want to go with. Yeah, something, something, blue, That's blue. Christmas. That sucks, dude. <laughs> no, nah, you are 100% wrong on that. And I told you, you better put some respect on <laughs> Elvis
1: today. Oh, the
0: oh, there, yeah, I would not have gotten that one. No. Well, now you do. (laughs) All right, you're doing good. Here's the next one I played for AJ. Will he get this one?
2: You think he'll get that
0: one? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no. Also. All right. Let's see if you can get two out of three. All right, AJ. This is one of the biggest Christmas songs of all time. I don't care about the weather on Christmas Day. It rhymes. Yeah. It's wrong. (laughs)
2: Rhymes (laughs) rhymes. Santa Claus won't make me happy.
0: Santa Santa Claus won't make me happy with a toy on Christmas Day. Oh. Dang it.
2: Yeah. I (laughs) didn't know it either, to (laughs) be honest.
0: Look at that! Two up, two down oh, no. on today! Now, do you want to see if you can make Ooh, you've, you've already won the intern's lunch. You want to see if you can make it a clean sweep? Yeah, let's do it. Here's the last one. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas I don't think Santa Claus will mind you Will you get that one?
2: No. Zero oh.
0: for three. Alright, let's see. Alright, I don't even mean this song as a joke. I actually really love this Christmas song. I want a hippopotamus <laughs> Christmas
2: for Christmas. Christmas. Oh, I going. don't
0: think Santa nice. mind you. <laughs> don't need a doll or any tinker toy. Something hippopotamus. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> you know what though? That is some of the lyrics to the song. <laughs> I was about to
1: say we're around the bowl. Just right. to get the
0: flush. <laughs> right. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. The line you said is in the song. I don't want no something. A tinker, 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 toys. I want a hippopotamus to play with and enjoy. (laughs) Dang. Wow. I love that song, man. All right. You did it, Megan. Three for three this morning. Three up, three down. Hello. You won the intern's lunch. (laughs) Kelly Wood. I've said for years that Wood is a fantastic cook. Mm -hmm. You really are, man. When it's just you and the kids, you go all out. I'm a chicken nugget french fry guy you're uh let's make a homemade spaghetti. Single dad life last night. Right. Wife had to work and tacos were on the schedule. Go
1: for it. But I wanted to step it up a bit. I wanted to go fajitas. So I stopped at the store on my way home. I got a flank steak and then I figured, "All right, you know what? Let's add some chicken to this too."
0: Dang, you did. You offered up two. What well, what kind of sides were you offering? Here's
1: a, red beans and rice. Oh, nice. So I Go, I, I spent like
0: $38
1: Jeez, on
0: a home-cooked meal for your kids.
1: Because I also got some pico in there as well and everything. Well, when it was all said and done, I had like a pound and a half of flank steak. Oh, my God. Like two pounds of chicken. And the problem is it was me, Murphy, my daughter, and Everett, my son,
0: who are both under the age of 10 and do not eat a ton
1: right now they were like all right cool just give me the meat and sour cream and some cheese and i'm good right I'm like what about Pica? no I'm, no okay well great i'm glad i went through all this <laughs> i had like four pounds of leftovers good why don't you bring any in well here is where i run into the problem i i used to cook as a fat person right i could i could pound a ton of food after my gastric bypass, I can't eat as much. I still cook like I'm a fat person.
0: What What do you think? Honest to God, before your gastric bypass, mm-hmm. how much food would you think you would have had left over? Any? Oh, yeah, well, Good God. Well, yes. dude, I don't know. You were 500 pounds, and I don't Could mean that as an insult. Eat four pounds of meat.
1: I'm not a lion. I'm. It, I would have sorry. eaten a lot, but I would have eaten a lot. Okay. I would have eaten a lot, and if that was the deal. Is when I was big, then you know, I would crush leftovers the next day. Whatever. I would make a box of spaghetti, and that spaghetti wouldn't last two days, right? Right. I'm at that point now. I can't figure this out.
0: <laughs> you can't dial it back is what you're saying. Portion control.
1: And that's it. I, I cannot hone in on like how much to cook. I have no idea how anyone out there cooks for a family and cooks the right amount. I have leftovers literally for four days to the point I get to... Uh, I yeah. swear to God, if I see another piece of ham, I'm going to lose my mind. What is the cure for that?
0: I don't know. Like the doctor can fix your eating habits, but it can't fix your mind.
1: Well, and that's well, that's the the gastric bypass is like a tool It makes you stop eating. So right. I don't
0: overeat. Right. No, I know that. I'm just saying, but how I'm do you-
1: still making so much food. You overcook. So my wife got home from work last night, opens up the fridge, and turns to me, "What the hell are <laughs> you doing?". I don't know. Babe, babe. I don't
0: know. But get to eating. I said,
1: God, I hope you're hungry because we have so much food. And like tonight, we have to have fajita leftovers. We're going to have fajita breakfast, burritos. (laughs) What about repurposing
0: these leftovers?
1: I try. But there's only so many things you can do to jazz up flank steak with taco season. You I, know what I
0: mean? Well, nachos. I bet your kids would eat nachos. Trust me.
1: I, that's on the menu for Thursday. <laughs> I just don't know how to stop making so much
0: food. I don't know if it's possible, man. Because you, you have told me about this before. Mm-hmm. And hey, here we are a few years later and you're still doing it. You'll see. How many times do I bring in, like, leftovers? And
1: you will look over. You always put eyes on my food. Sorry. sorry. You'll see. Man, you're... Evan, hamburger helper again. Yeah. Dude, I got to get rid of this stuff,
0: man. You're the, you're the same way when we go to restaurants, though. And Brian Riley, I don't know if you've experienced this with Wood. When we go to restaurants, you order enough food for seven people. Well, yeah, come on. Yes. Let's go. Oh, we, yes. There's the time where we sit there and we go, Do you guys want to get appetizers? We well, we sh- first, we should just wait for Wood because it, we're going to order something. He's not going to want it. Well, to. plus, Wood knows how to order. Yeah. Right. Wood, Wood always hits a home run with the order. I will say that. Oh, you've oh, never let me down at a restaurant. When
1: we went and hung out that other morning. What'd I get? Southwestern egg rolls. Everyone gave me the stink eye. What's I the first I actually, thing gone?
0: I actually didn't like those at all. You, I, I felt like you kind of yeah. let me... That might be the first time you ever let me down. On nah, I it was just, it I was, was just an app, though. The pizza you ordered was good. But you do order food. When we went to Chicago that time, I was like, how many people are joining us? Because <laughs> you got three appetizers and two pizzas coming out for two guys. I'll tell you this. There is nothing better than appetizers. That was something you always made you
1: feel rich as a kid when you went to a restaurant and right. your parents sprung for an appetizer. You knew oh, yeah. y'all were celebrating my, something.
0: My kids are always just ready to answer no when they say, do you guys want an appetizer? And sometimes I sneak it in there. You know, I bring out the fried pickles. Oh. Daddy's feeling a little generous. Well, you treat everybody, huh? <laughs> Spring up in their chair a little bit. Like, like really,
1: Dad? But then again, it goes back to how much food I will order and how much food I make. <laughs> and I'm telling you, my kids, buckle up. You're getting fajita leftovers for the next couple of days.
0: (laughs) Kelly and Wood. We got your trash splash on the way in just a couple of minutes. Before we get to that, though, Wood, you and I were talking earlier about you were just singing the praises of a Rice Krispie Treat. Correct. And how you like it even more than a warm chocolate chip cookie out of the oven. It's the pinnacle. And I was making fun of you for having a Rice Krispie Treat for breakfast. Mm -hmm. I think we have a caller on the phone who wants to comment on that. Hello? Good
2: morning, Kelly and Wood. Hey, what's up? Uh, Wood, I just want to tell you that I eat a Rice Krispie batter for breakfast every morning. Come on now. Every morning. I got one right now, babe.
0: How's that diabetes? <laughs> Jeez, how dare you?
2: <laughs> you know what? I'm down 20 pounds since COVID. Good for you.
0: Really? With eating a Rice crispy yep. bar every morning? Yes, sir. All right, what does the rest of your day look like diet-wise?
2: <laughs> I, I eat whatever I want. I just control the portion
1: sizes. Now, are you making the Rice Krispies or are you purchasing them in the, the, the to-go stuff at the store? Sam's Club. <laughs> okay, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a home cook guy on the Rice Krispies. <laughs> but I'm still proud of you for living your best
0: life. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. to settle the debate from yeah. earlier, what's better, a warm chocolate chip cookie <laughs> out of the oven or a Rice Krispie
2: treat?
1: Oh gosh, sorry, Wood. Come yeah. on now! Be-
0: <laughs> now I'm really sorry about that diabetes comment that yeah. I made earlier. <laughs> you were so
2: close to being right! <laughs> so uh, I just wanted to share that with you. You can live your best life. Any day of the
0: week. Always. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you thank you so much for the call this morning.
2: Have a great day. Making you feel
1: better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood.
0: All right, Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We will give it a trashy score and we'll put it up on the trashy scale and see where it lands in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida,
1: Oklahoma, my friend. Okie, okay, trash. This somebody sent this in. I apologize for not having your name ready because this story. Is a good one. We have John Ronald Dwayne Armstrong. Oh, that's all one person? That is one person. A lot of names, man. And he's in a little bit of trouble. Well, we start off that he and his family were doing a little drinking and decided, you know what?
0: Let's play a board game. Oh, that's a great idea.
1: Well, they went with the old classic Monopoly.
0: Side note. Monopoly is not allowed in Woods' house. It's not. Because of cheating.
1: Because of rampant cheating between my wife and (laughs) sister-in-law. And he caused such an argument, I have sworn the game from my home. So I understand where John was coming from because...
0: I wanted to give it some context.
1: He alleges that his stepfather and stepsister were cheating. Now, it doesn't say what they were cheating about, but something was afoot. Maybe Mediterranean got passed from one to another. Either way, our gentleman got upset. And John Ronald Dwayne Armstrong flipped the table over, and it also flipped over the board game. Said, I'm not playing this. Y'all are cheaters. And the argument was on. Well, the stepfather said, you want to take this outside? (laughs) John Ronald Dwayne Armstrong said, you damn right, I do! Jugging him! Jugging him! Jugging him! Well, sure enough, the three spilled out into the streets, and that's where it took another step, because that's when John Ronald Dwayne Armstrong pulled a gun on the two. Whoa! And the chase was on! The stepfather and stepsisters fled down the street, but John Ronald Dwayne Armstrong gave chase. Maybe he was the car. Or was he the thimble? It doesn't matter. That's because... Armstrong started ripping off shots. Jeez, the oh, way! All are a monopoly game. Hey, they're cheaters. As you can imagine, someone in nearby called 911, and when authorities arrived, they found Armstrong at the house with a vicious cut on his head. Apparently, he had cut himself waving the gun around, caught himself flush. Now he admitted, "Yeah, I shot at him, but I shot straight at the ground, so." No biggie. No
0: harm, no foul, officer. Believe it or not,
1: it's still a biggie. He was arrested, but he wouldn't tell authorities where the gun was, and it was not recovered. They believe that he may have hidden it in his house before his surrender. You can imagine, he still was taken to
0: jail. Jeez, that's got to be a stack of charges. Mm -hmm. Good thing I got the intern house band ready. We may crack a thousand with this one. Let's... Get to scoring. I still don't think he's wrong. There's <laughs> there's nothing trashy about having a few drinks and deciding to bust out Monopoly. Okay. I'm not even going to score that. Fighting over a game of Monopoly, or any board game for that matter, is trashy. How dare you? I don't care if it's Connect 4. I don't care if it's Canasta. Spit in my face why don't you? Get your mind right and mind your P's and Q's. I have beaten my wife. Unmerciful at Connect Four. (laughs) We're gonna grab that audio anyways. Let me just let me let me finish a sentence. You interrupted a very important part of that sentence. So fighting over a board game is trash. Mm -hmm.
2: I'm gonna
0: give that 200 points. Okay. Now you got me feeling awkward. (laughs) Um, I'm taking it outside. Anytime you tell someone you want to take this outside, that's trashy. Oh, okay. You have escalated it to a a whole new level at this point. I
1: think it would be trashier to fight inside
0: the house, but that's fine. I just feel like even if you're at a bar and you're like, you want to take this outside, you're trash. You've never said that before in your life, have you? I told you what I said earlier mm-hmm. when I was drunk and someone tried to fight me, but I've never said, let's take this outside. I'm I've not taking people- it outside. I get my butt whooped outside. Okay. I've told people, let's take it outside before. At least inside, I have a fighting chance. I can throw some
1: chairs in the way. I think that's something you got to do as a man. You got to challenge at least one person to take it outside. All
0: right. Fine. Brian Riley, you ever said to someone, let's take this outside? Uh, I have been asked to take it outside, and I told him it's too cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I told them they could stay right here. They did not like that. <laughs> Pair of champions <laughs> I work with here in the mornings. All right, so where were we at? Take it outside is trashy. Mm-hmm. Um, busting out a gun over a game of Monopoly. Now I'm with you. That is trash. These are the first points
1: I approve of, by the way. 20,
0: 200 points on busting out a gun for a game of Monopoly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say cutting yourself because you're waving a gun around in the air. That feels trashy, man. That's pretty trashy. I'm going to give that 175 points as well. Um, he was arrested. That's 75. What else am I missing here?
1: Uh, He hid the gun. Come on, man. Okay, that's us try am You're going to use a gun to commit.
0: At least, yeah, come on. I'm, I'll give that 125 points. Trashy. I'm not afraid to give that a little more yeah, points. Yeah, names. What's that? The guy had three first names. Oh, shoot. That's classy.
1: Now, come on now. You think? Yes. They always say you don't trust a guy with two first names, but the guy had three of them. (laughs) What was his name again? His name was John Ronald Dwayne Armstrong.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't you dare. That's a classy name. I'll give it a low amount of points then, because I kind of agree with Brian Riley on this. Wow. I'll just give it 75. How's okay, that? Okay. Fine. Oh, gosh. I was doing that, hoping that we would crack the ceiling, but we didn't. Points are the points. Points are the points. I can't believe this one didn't get 1,000. But what are you going to do? hmm We will give it a score. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. What was his name again? The <laughs> Rock. <laughs> John Ronald Dwayne Armstrong. All right. Today earns himself a whopping so close. 975 points. Trash. Kelly and Woods Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everyone listening in Northwood, North Dakota, population 982. A town known for being North America's largest population by percentage of Norwegians. That's a lot of Norwegians packed into 1.2 square miles. And that's why we give Northwood, North Dakota our small town Salute. salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the
1: morning. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one.
0: It's time for
1: Maybe It's Just Me.
0: Now, living where the weather gets very cold in the wintertime, I've always had this theory. And so I thought, you know what? I have the perfect tool to prove it right and or wrong. So I thought, I bet cars get way better gas mileage in the wintertime. Because your gas isn't, you know, evaporating in the tank. Your... Dry, cold air doesn't contain as much moisture, so there's not as much resistance when you're driving through it. The engine's nice and cold, so it's probably running a little more efficiently. I've had this theory for a while. I think like every single one of those is wrong. No. Cold air doesn't hold as much moisture as warm air does. Yeah, but I I know in baseball, the ball travels farther when it's hot than same, when it's cold. Same sports, man. Well, you said it goes easier through the air. Well, I'm talking, hey, I, I'm talking I, about a yeah, car, not a basement. Can you give you. Your, give and you are, your are you sure room. about that? Have you done any research on this? Tons. What? Give me one source. Uh, literally, baseball history. Home runs go up in summer. But should we just end this? No. Give me, give me your room here. Turns out, cars get worse gas mileage in cold air, which I didn't know. What is the reason for it? Well, there's a few. It's multifaceted. Mm. Your tire pressure is usually a little bit lower in the winter time because of the cold air. That affects your fuel mileage. Your, uh, your transmission and everything Is running cold So there's a lot more friction So that drives down your fuel mileage And there's just a, Your car is working a lot harder When the weather is cold outside So my theory is actually 100% wrong Now, what is the optimum temperature For fuel economy in your car? Holy God Seventy this is boring. Seventy degrees is the optimal temperature for the perfect gas gas mileage on your car. So now you know the next time when you're flirting around that 70 degree mark, you're like, man, am I getting some good gas mileage? Woof. Fine. I've never had seventy degrees been like, man, this car, I'm, am I getting thirty five to the gallon
1: right now? I'm flying.
0: I've just always wondered that and I've thought, hey, I bet in the wintertime we get better gas mileage. Also, the winter grades of gasoline don't burn quite as efficiently as the summer grades do. Mm. Should I keep going? No. I got more examples of why. Oh. I actually found that really interesting. I never knew I never knew that the optimum temperature for driving for fuel economy was seventy degrees Fahrenheit, twenty one degrees Celsius. The name of this segment has never been more apropos than right. right now. I, I guarantee there's at least one other person out there who found that interesting. Text in right now if you did. One, we, we're not we're not going to wait for those texts to roll in <laughs> because we just don't have time. We we have to we have to move on to the next thing. Thanks. So, I, honestly, I don't care that you didn't find it interesting. I I actually this isn't like one of those things I was just scrolling and found. This is something I sought out to see if I was right or wrong, mm-hmm. and I was wrong. And I don't mind admitting it, but dang it, did I find it interesting? Ooh. And look at Andrew. Love it. Thank you, Andrew. We're going to end on one text. Thank <laughs> you, Andrew. And I, don't mind, just I don't mind if it's just me. I don't care, Seawood. That's what you think. You think you're getting under my skin, and I don't care. You too, Brian Riley. You think all your little giggling and all this stuff over there. You're trying to throw me off my game. I don't care. Whoa. You guys could literally leave the room for this segment, and I wouldn't care. Because I'm fine if the radio's <laughs> off. I'm fine looking both you and your crooked old little faces and saying out right loud to the world, <laughs> "Ah,
2: maybe it's just me." Kelly and Wood.
0: Welcome to our first break of the morning from 5.40. We tack it on the end of the podcast as our bonus track. Uh, We talked about shoveling etiquette. Mm -hmm. That that was a part of it. And we also talked about something else. My breakfast choice. Oh, that's right. Chump champions. And my love of gas station food. Yeah. (laughs) I forgot all about that part of it. Uh, We covered a lot of ground in our bonus track, and you'll hear it all right now. Kelly and Wood. Hey, that's how you know I'm coming right fresh every single day. Even Weird Al's like, man, he had a lot of <laughs> topical stuff in there. That's how you know it's fresh. I wrote that 15 seconds ago. Oh. And now it is out there in the universe forever for everyone to enjoy. All right. Well, I, I got to ask a question, Wood. We got a lot of snow. yet. Well, I live, closer, I live farther south mm-hmm. than you do, and we got a decent amount of snow down there. Yes. Uh, and I have a shoveling etiquette question for you. Now, did you shovel? Did you snow blow or shovel yesterday? I did neither. What is wrong with you? First of all, watch the tone. Didn't you just hold on? Point of order. Yes. Didn't you literally just say to me I was playing Call of Duty for like a half hour yesterday? I did, but now wait a second. There is a background to this. You don't have a very. You have a decent sized driveway, but you don't have much sidewalk. You could have shoveled in a half hour. I couldn't have
1: because. Of my body. My body broke down yesterday. My Raynaud syndrome was killing me yesterday. Well, Ferrari doesn't run well in the cold. It doesn't. Now, if you don't know, I have Raynaud syndrome, which if. It, like, it's worst for is your
0: it, toes and fingers. Is it bad circulation if we boil it down? Is that what it is? What
1: happens, the capillaries okay. in your arteries, they'll constrict, and it gets like on the end. My
0: fingers will turn white. Yeah, you sent me that picture one time. It looked painful. And it, honestly, God, it hurts so much. Like, even if you glove and mitten up and everything else. It,
1: it, it can just happen. And I okay. take,
0: like, a medication for it, but I, obviously, lately, it's been rough.
1: So... Usually, in the morning, I'll warm up my truck for 30 minutes. Right. Not a problem I go get in my truck, but when I come out of class and my truck's been sitting outside for an hour and 15 minutes, I get in my truck, it's cold.
0: The Raynaud syndrome gets you.
1: It kicks it. So, when I got home, my fingers were hurting, and okay. it was barely a dusting on my driveway, and I said, the hell with this. I'm not, I'm
0: not guess, doing it. I guess, yeah, you didn't get as much snow right. as I did. So. Now, if it had
1: been an inch or something, yeah. Now, I did order yesterday rechargeable warming gloves. Oh, fantastic. I got. About, I was in. I was so mad at myself when I got inside. I just pulled out my phone and I ordered
0: them. They're like fifty-five bucks. Your fingers hurt, but not enough to not play Call of Duty. Well, yeah, that's after I warmed up. Okay, I'm, I'm just asking questions here. I'm trying to look. I'm not going back outside. <laughs> there, you know. But if you only got a dusting, whatever. I, I probably got about seven inches at my house. Jeez. Like, yeah, it was a decent amount of snow. So I was out. I shoveled twice yesterday because I like to. I, I like to lighten the load. You know, get out there, do it once, then go out, then it can be quicker the second time. And also, you're too cheap to buy a snowblower. I I can almost guarantee you, had I bought a snowblower this year, we, we wouldn't have even gotten any snow. What's the problem with that, my friend? Because the, the farmers need the snow. No, they don't. All of a sudden, you don't care about that? No, they don't. They do. Because then when it melts, it puts moisture in the soil in time for planting season. There's people. They're, they're, they're planting all over the place. No, the, the snow is necessary. I, we
1: have a ton of farmers who listen. Please text in. There is not a farmer out there who's like, "Yeah, we need snow." No, uh, why? How would, how would we not? But uh, to I, fill our lakes and streams. I would love to point out the fact that you are defending your cheapness with agriculture. <laughs> but go on,
0: it's in my blood. Yes. Anyway, so I, I, here's here's a shoveling etiquette question for you. Now, me, I shovel up into the grass because I'm I'm all about making sure because as the winter continues you know you start to lose space in your driveway the hump right so i'm out there i'm out there shoveling yesterday and my neighbors who uh whenever we're out of town like if we're down in texas and it snows mm-hmm. they'll clear our driveway for us nice that's a, hey that's community man it's very very nice now here's my question should i because they've done it for me multiple times every time we're in texas and it snows they do it should I have, out of the goodness of my heart, went and shoveled for them yesterday? Oh, yeah. They were all, but they were, hold on a second. <laughs> no, on, you're wrong. wrong. Hold you're on. Wrong. Hold on, Raynaud's. <laughs> they, they were home, right? Mm-hmm. And they were, they're able-bodied and they have a snowblower, but I thought, you know what might be a nice gesture, because they've shoveled my driveway so many times for me, to go over there and do it for them just out of the goodness of my heart. Yes, but, but is, that, is that necessary, is what I'm saying. Yes, it would have been a kind gesture. Of course it would have been a kind gesture. But is it necessary when they're home and they own a snowblower and I don't? And I have to go shovel my mom's driveway as well, which is gigantic.
1: I'm not going to lie to you.
0: If you had a snowblower, you could have done it really easily. <laughs> I would have. And I absolutely would have. But I was like, man, I should just go be nice to them. They're so nice to me. But then I was like, man, but I got to shovel by hand, by myself. And I was like, ah, they're probably good. (laughs) I'll see them them fire up the snowblower later. That'll be fine.
1: I, I don't know. Now, I will say one of my neighbors has a shovel on wheels. Oh, that's pretty sweet. I'm incredibly jealous of this thing. I don't know if they've made it. I don't know if me putting this out there, I have ruined their like copyright infringement, whatever it is, but it looks so easy because they'll literally just put it down. Yeah, just, just, sh-
0: like a plow.
1: And it's like a super wide one. It's one of these ones that are like, are these new shovels that are like six feet
0: wide. Right. What a and great idea. They just
1: blast
0: it. And I'm like, man, I'm kind of jealous. Now, here's some more shoveling etiquette questions for you. People are saying, yes, you should have done that but it's not necessary if they are home. Okay, cool. Okay, That's good to know. Now, here's the second question. My neighbor who has a plow on the front of his four-wheeler, shouldn't he just do everybody's driveway? Shouldn't he be the nice neighbor and just come over, zip, 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 done? That's if, pretty awesome. If I had a plow on the front of a four-wheeler, I would be out all night long just plowing people's driveways for free. I wouldn't even care. I'd be like, this is so awesome. I've heard, I've seen that happen one time. I've also heard it's kind of a pain in the
1: rear to get that thing on the four-wheeler okay. and then get it going. But yeah, that would be kind of But fun. that dude
0: cranks out his driveway in, in, I don't know, five minutes, which takes me a half hour. He's done in five minutes. That's the dream right what, what, there. And, and he's a good guy. And I think he listens to the podcast. Mm-hmm. So shout out, John. You're a good dude. But, oh, you (laughs) kissing! look at you. But if I'm out there shoveling and you got a plow, come on, man. Maybe he thinks you're doing it for exercise or something. And I thought about that yesterday. I was like, you know what? I came a little off the rails over the holidays, Mm -hmm. drank a little more than I wanted to. Maybe this is good to, you know, get the swelling out of my face. Uh, well,
1: yeah. Uh, people texting in. Uh, apparently, I right, look, I'm wrong. Yes, we need the snow or the alfalfa freezes out. It also insulate does provide moisture. I told you. It's about agriculture. Uh, yeah, Sherry, we need the a,
0: for ground cover. They don't call it an ecosystem for no reason. It's a, everything has to fall into place for it all to work just fine. Why do you think Minnesota is so thick with agriculture? Because we have such fertile soil because of the snow in the wintertime. It freezes. That Again, does something, I think. Whatever you got to tell yourself to be cheap, go for <laughs> it. Not, I, I have, there's a guy in my neighborhood who's, who fixes snow blowers mm-hmm. and then sells them for like 50 bucks. Super cheap, right? Now they're not the nicest ones. They're Still? old, but they run. So it's not about being cheap, it's just about where, where am I going to put it? And then, you know... How about if in it your does,
1: garage next
0: to your boat? <laughs> that also doesn't run right. I'm just saying, you got plenty of room in there. I got friend. a lot of broken down motors in that garage. Well, you just keep tossing up these clay pigeons and I'll
1: just keep <laughs> blasting them out of the air.
0: I, I really told Brianna and my wife that yesterday. I was like, maybe I should just break down and buy a snowblower. I was like, I had to shovel twice yesterday and I then I got to go to my mom's. And her driveway is like the size of a tennis court. There
1: is no better feeling when you pull up your garage door and there's like nine inches of snow in your driveway and it's perfect.
0: and Oh, what would you call a virgin driveway?
1: And you just go through and you just blast it and you're done in 15 minutes.
0: Oh, yeah. You feel like the pinnacle of mankind. I love how we have a snowblower sound effect. This is the most Minnesota thing yeah. the show has ever done.
1: <laughs> other people texting in, hey, Wood, run your hands under warm water. I uh, found that helps them with the Raynaud syndrome from Thomas. I do that sometimes, but it still hurts. It's crazy how much that can hurt. Uh, other people, yeah, give them a little bit of money for gas. If he's then, doing that, okay. If he's going around on his little four wheeler,
0: my dad. When my dad, we lived in North Minneapolis, which you know there, it's all blocks, right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's all it's not like cul de sacs and all that. It's just doop doop doop. And my dad would go around the entire block and do every one sidewalk on, on the on a Minneapolis block, man. That, and that would take him like all night. But I think he liked it because he would have his cigarettes and his beer. And that was just kind of his evening activity then. All of a sudden, about seven houses in, he's doing somebody's front yard, <laughs> <laughs> blasting through.
1: I hammered guys right in the middle of my yard. Not
0: my begonias. My dad, we probably had the the smallest yard you've ever seen in your life. Because in North Minneapolis, man, they put the houses right on top of each other, right? Yeah. And it would take my dad, I'm not even lying to you, probably two and a half hours to mow the lawn because he would do a couple swipes with the lawnmower then he'd sit there and have a beer and a cigarette and look at his hard work and then go again Come on. so when i got a house i was like man mowing a lawn has to be hard work i was like oh no it's actually not that hard gil just liked to make a an event out of it if you will a little him time. and i don't you know what being a dad now and a and a husband i get why he wanted a little time outside with a beer A little time to yourself. Right, and if you have
1: to get it by doing the lawn, then you have to get it that way. Uh, Richard texted in, they do make shovels with wheels. My parents have one. Man, that seems like such a good idea. What the hell are we thinking? How did it take us this long? Uh, Other people, uh, let's see. Uh, Give them a little money. for. I hit that one. Uh, It's also good for us people that don't have city sewer snow. keeps our sewers from freezing up.
0: Okay, all right, See? so look, these are why I ask. And this is why I don't have a snowblower, because if I buy one, then it doesn't snows. I have destroyed the ecosystem.
1: It's all charity until you hit a sprinkler head or wreck something <laughs> of your neighbor's or <laughs> oh, something of true. yours.
0: Oh, my sprinkler heads are destroyed anyway. Uh,
1: Kelly, you should help your have your kids help you shovel. I'm 12, and my sisters and I help shovel for our dad from Charlotte. Good for you, Charlotte.
0: Yeah, Charlotte, you got it figured out, girl. Because
1: I have my son help me, 13 minutes later, he's just throwing crap into the road. Yeah, And
0: you know what? Get the hell out of here. You're fired. I fire him three times a week. The funny thing is I was going to help my son. I have my son help me yesterday. But I was like, by the time he gets bundled up and everything else, I I could be done with all this. But you know what
1: happens? As soon as we get outside, you got all your mittens on everything. Hey, I got to pee. Yeah. And I was just Pee in your suit. I don't care. <laughs> Pee in... we got a job to do. I ain't kinda understand why. Maybe I do it by myself.
0: <laughs> yeah. Man, God, my birthday's in two days. Hey, hey, happy birthday. Hey, man. Well, it's not my birthday yet, so save that for Friday, please. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> you know i get it out of the way. Hey, Friday birthday, those are the best. It is. Wednesday birthdays suck. Last year, you know what last year was? Last year was the first year ever I didn't have, well, since I turned 21, that I didn't have a single drink on my birthday. Oh, my. Which is, that's a huge deal for me. Now, this year, I don't know, maybe one or two glasses of wine at night, but, because it is on a Friday. I think when I turned 21 was the last
1: time I've been drunk.
0: Really? Yeah. Good for you, man.
1: I Yeah, I think I tied a few on,
0: and I wasn't like, you know, plastered or anything. Yeah. I just got a little... I Over my skis And that was it Can I tell you really quick What happened on my 21st birthday mm. I went out with My girlfriend at the time's brother And my friend Kim They were the only two people I knew That were 21 at the time And so we went to the Mall of America And on the fourth floor Of the Mall of America There was all these bars That you used to be able to go to And I was housed man Like I was done I shouldn't even have been out In public at this time And some dude tried to start A fight with me right Yeah and being, right, right, and being the drunk North Minneapolis kid that I was, I was like, this is how MFers get shot! <laughs> I yelled that out. Did I have a gun? Nope. Uh, Did I own a gun? Nope. Would I, would I ever shoot somebody? Nope. <laughs> but I thought, you know how I'm going to end this fight? I'm going to take it to such an extreme that they won't even want to touch me. And I don't remember what happened after that. Dude, I was drunk. I don't know what happened. But that became like the that became like a joke quote between me and my friends for like the rest of our lives. Yeah, this, this is how MFers get shot. That's not a good thing to be hollering out. Oh, no, it was it was so
1: stupid. Because
0: if there is somebody that has a gun that
1: is an idiot. Right. That's a that's a green
0: flag. Oh, I'm not proud of that moment by the way. I'm just sharing it with you cuz it just popped into my head as we were talking about 21st birthdays. Yeah, I think that I think that was it for me. That was uh and I'm 100% okay with it. Yeah, you're good. Now to be fair, it's not like you've never altered your consciousness. Well, I do every day, man. I'm just, because <laughs> I open up my mind to <laughs> right. the possibilities of what's
1: going on. Right, exactly. Well, and I've talked about it when I go to Vegas. Yes, they have legal substances there that you try. Right, right. I'm not hating. But it, I tell you what, it is insanely weird that when I was in high school, my parents told me marijuana will be the death of you, right? Like, that's what my mom, because that's what my mom and dad grew up being told. Reefer madness? Well, that was it, right? Like, if you have a marijuana once, You will then be a drug addict for the rest of your life.
0: (laughs) Did they say a
1: marijuana? That's exactly how my mom used to... My mom was like a Catholic school teacher. I was just like, if you have a marijuana, (laughs) who knows what will happen, Matthew? And of course, I'm like, well, mom knows what she's talking about. Now, my mom has taken medicinal marijuana for years. My parents obviously live in Las Vegas and use it. It's, it's, It's just so weird that I now have to talk to my parents and my dad...
0: Are Dad, you stoned? That a marijuana will get you. Yeah. Dude. No man, I'm I'm all right. I'm like, are you by
1: your pool listening to Pink Floyd? He's like, Yeah, man. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm gonna let you skip talking to the kids tonight. Because <laughs> the other night I, I did my I loved the fact that we dump on technology a lot, right?
0: Yeah. Well mostly social media.
1: But it's amazing that my grand my, my parents get to talk to their grandchildren face to face every night. And that's great. But the other night, I, I said, here, your Papa wants to talk to you. I give it to Everett. And I went and did something else. I come back in, and all of a sudden, I just hear my dad on a rant. About taxes. <laughs> to Everett? <laughs> yeah. Everett's like, that's not fair. And I'm like, all
0: right. There we go. I'm like, thanks, Dad. And he's like, wow, well, he needs to know. <laughs> Dad, he's he's in third grade. Hey, never too young, man. Never yeah. too young to learn about that. Can I bring up something real quick now Please. that I've made myself look like a dummy? Yeah, You know what, though? I've said it many times. I hated myself in my 20s. If I would have met me in my 20s, I wouldn't even be friends with me anymore.
1: Hey, if, look, if you don't have a story of you being stupid when you were younger, then you didn't live.
0: Right. Come on. I got I got mountains of stories. Can we address your breakfast choice this morning? Can we just address it? Please. I know you don't like when I bring up what you eat on the air. You put your eyes on my food a lot. Right. You, are, you are very big on not looking at what you're eating. And a I lot. think a lot of that has to do with your shame. Because this morning, you had a Rice crispy bar for breakfast. Out of the vending machine, mind you.
1: It was my treat. And let me
0: tell you. Your treat for what? You've been up for two hours. Yeah, but,
1: and dealing with what, you. <laughs> what, what
0: did you do that was so great?
1: I treated myself. <laughs> no, honestly, it it was a poor decision. I I love Rice Krispies. All right, Rice Krispie treats. Yeah, and I don't. I, I think that's what everyone calls them, right? I,
0: I, I'm, I'm sure don't know there's the like else. some
1: you know Mellow
0: Bar or something. Yeah, I don't know what else you'd call it.
1: But I to me that is the pinnacle of homemade treats and really if you buy them out of a vending machine or at the store it ain't it
0: well they've been sitting there for a hot second
1: it's I, but there is nothing better uh, you can take I know people always like oh like a warm chocolate chip cookie yes no. Okay, hold up. A warm rice
0: krispie treat is the absolute. No, you are nuts. Oh. It doesn't hold together well yet because it hasn't it. congealed, right? And then it's all like it's, you have all this marshmallow residue all over your hands that you can't get rid of. Right, no, hold on a second. You are you are confusing warm with hot. You don't want to get in that magma stage <laughs> where it, like pours. No, I am saying even when they're still warm, it's like they just oh. it gets all over your hand. What what about this warm chocolate chip cookie and ice cream? No. Are you crazy? Mm -mm. I I don't. And I I always look to you for good food choices. Right, You've never steered me wrong when it's come to food choices at restaurants. You're a phenomenal cook. This is shocking. I will admit, though, I am a little bit out of my I am a little bit out of the norm when it comes to
1: cookies, because I would rather have an oatmeal raisin cookie than a chocolate chip cookie.
0: This is mind-blowing.
1: I, I just would... If if a, if a chocolate chip cookie is warm, it's good. It's much better. Like, I don't like cold chocolate chip cookies. Oh, well,
0: no one does. Unless they're still chewy, then it's good. But
1: I'm telling you, Rice Krispie Treats are absolutely the top of the pile. Rachel just texted, don't feel bad about your breakfast choice. My husband had a Slim Jim for breakfast. <laughs> he said to stir his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> to stir his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Hey, what he wash it down with a Red Bull? <laughs> Good night. Uh, I, that's I, I do,
0: gangster right there. Thank
1: you, Rachel's husband. I feel better about my <laughs> dietary choices oh,
0: now. Well, I don't I don't like coffee, so the thought of dipping anything in coffee is disgusting to me.
1: I like Cookies, but I, I I admit that I am not
0: the. I'm norm. shocked. I'm seriously shocked. The savoriness of a of a warm chocolate chip cookie. Mm-hmm. What did Bruce just text in? Warm chocolate Oh, okay. Jeez, yeah, hey, that, that's an F C C violation. come on. Keep it clean, brother. Keep it clean. Uh, We're just talking uh, sh- about cookies here.
1: Chantel texts in. He's never steered you wrong with food. He puts pizza rolls in the microwave. Exactly,
0: okay. Chantel. Sometimes I have... You're right, Chantel. He does choose to microwave pizza rolls over any other cooking method, and that one I have an issue with.
1: Uh, Seaver Texan, uh Rice Krispie Treats are the bomb. Thank you very much. Uh, Rachel. No, he washed it down with a
0: monster. <laughs> oh, what's wrong? What did your husband do for a living? Is he working on a shrimp boat? <laughs> (laughs) Is he on Deadliest cats? What does he need so much caffeine Uh, for? Air traffic controller. Thanks for asking.
1: Uh, Kyle says 150 points on the trash flash for Slim Jim for breakfast.
0: (laughs) I like Slim Jims, though. The problem is that taste stays with you all day. You know what I really like? And this is is one of the... You know me. I love gas station food. Mm -hmm. I don't eat it as much as I used to since I lost weight. But there was nothing I liked better than stopping at a gas station and getting one of those cheese-filled hot dogs off the roller and putting onions and mustard on it, oh, I would do it up. But the thing that I will still allow myself to eat once in a while if I'm on a road trip is that unrefrigerated meat and cheese combo. I (laughs) knew you were going to say that. I love, and I'm not even making this up. My mouth is watering right now talking about it. I love the, the meat and cheese next to each other, and I don't care what brand it is. First of all, my friend, That ain't cheese. It's cheese. That's a cheese substitute. It's cheese adjacent. It's something. (laughs) There is no way that is cheese. It's cheese like. Oh, no, I can't. I can't do that. Oh, man, I love those things.
1: Now, I I will tell you something. When I moved back to the Midwest here, meat sticks, 100% legit. Hundred percent. Wait, what? is
0: that a beef stick?
1: Yeah, yeah. So okay. like that, like, but I'm, I'm not like the Slim Jim ones, but the ones you have to go to like the butcher and get that oh, are like actually yeah. refrigerated and and they do different right. flavors.
0: Oh, those are so good. That's a top shelf cheat. True. I 100. And I'll get the jalapeno cheddar ones. Mm. Forget about it. Like if you go to a party and that's like the charcuterie board. You know
1: this party is
0: down. <laughs> yeah. You are there for a good time. You don't even got to put it on a board. You ain't got to make it fancy. Leave me in the bag. I'll take it out myself. Tap the text in. Put some peanut butter on the Rice Krispie Treats. No, see. That'd be good. No, just keep it just easy.
1: Uh, Skip is with you, Kelly. Roller dogs are the bomb. Heck
0: yeah, they are.
1: Come on, man. You stopping
0: quick trip, grab you a roller dog. Forget it. That's- they ought to put a little sign on there on which president was in office when those things were put out. <laughs> you know what there's nothing i would love better and this is why i did get so fat for a while i would get done djing a wedding right it'd be like midnight one o'clock in the morning not a whole lot of places to eat Mm -hmm. so i'd always stop at a gas station and man i would get a i would get a hot dog for my drive home because i usually had about an hour hour and a half drive home and then i would get a Heggy's pizza for when i got home to throw in the oven you wonder why i ballooned up like i did i can see that uh kurt you're right everything at quick trip Straight up smacks. (laughs) Court, you ain't never lying. Their
1: food is really, really good. In fact, when you come over to my house, the rare, like, three times you have, every time you stop and your daughter gets food a quick trip because she won't eat my
0: food. Chicken tender. She loves her chicken tender. And I
1: look over. I'm a little jealous. I won't (laughs) lie to you. How about this? Mike, good morning to you. I'm having Little Caesars Italian cheese bread, (laughs) dipping it in jalapeno cheese sauce as we listen to you this morning.
0: Now, that's the breakfast of champions, Mike. That is something, my (laughs) friend. Uh, Corey, cheese is supposed to be refrigerated, not sitting on a shelf. I know, but somehow the miracle of... I think because they vacuum seal it, does that have something to do with it? No. It's
1: just because that's literally not
0: cheese. It says... I think it says cheese right on there. They can say a lot of things. Does
1: it have like a Z in it? So have like a little asterisk next to it. Over the K, <laughs>
0: not real cheese. Uh, uh, says you, brother.
1: I'm telling you if, you, if you treat yourself, hot, not hot, warm rice krispie treat, and tell me that's not the best thing on earth. All right, come D- on. Challenge
0: accepted. Should we do some history, my friend? Come on. <laughs> oh, that was funny. All right. Uh, on this day, I don't have a sound effect for this because it happened in 1872. I guess again, it gotta had a vuvuzela or vuvuzela, whatever you call those things. The, vuvuzela. Vuvuzela. See, si. the first international soccer game was played on this day in 1872. Scotland versus England. Guess what the final score was? Ah, it's gonna be low scoring. I'll say one nil. Take away zero to zero. Oh, and hey. yet, and yet, somehow it still became the most popular sport in the world. When the first international game played ended in a tie with no one scoring. I'm going to ask you a question, and I already know the answer, but what the hell? Let's roll the dice. Did you watch Team USA yesterday? I didn't watch it yesterday. I watched it on, was that the day after Thanksgiving they played? Yes. I watched it that day. Against England. I'll be 100% honest. I don't mind watching soccer. You know what I don't like? How the clock counts up from zero. I'm like, how much time is left in this game? Well, that's interesting, because the end of the game yesterday was really, really
1: because United States, if they gave up a goal, they were out. Right, And it was, well, how much time's left? How much, Well, there's supposed to be nine extra minutes. Well, then it starts going past that because there was an injury and all that. I'm with you. I hate not knowing the time. And it kind of opens itself up to a little bit of shenanigans, if you will. But that end of the game yesterday with Team USA holding on
0: was awesome. Yeah, I I honestly do not mind watching. I mean, you're watching some of the best athletes in the world play that game. Oh, without a doubt.
1: And sticking it to Iran.
0: Come come on on now. now. USA! That's right! It was on this day in 2004 when Ken Jennings' 74-game winning streak on Jeopardy ended. You have a $1 lead over Ken Jennings right now. And his final response was... FedEx. His wager was. I like fifty six oh one. I like the audible gasp from the yeah. crowd when he looked. I don't like that guy. I like he was on a show I liked called The Chase. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, it was another like kind of a. It was a game show I liked. I couldn't stand him as a per. He was. He's just so unlikable. Well, maybe because he's so smart. And that could be. I'm intimidated by him. Not even that. He's just you know. Uh, I don't trust smart people. Yeah. They're always up to something. Yeah, right. They're working mm. angles. They're playing 4D chess. That obviously I can't see. Right. Uh, on this day in 2013, kind of a sad note.
2: He drove fast cars in the movies, and tonight he died in one. Actor Paul Walker of the Fast and Furious franchise killed in a car crash, and
1: he
0: was just 40 years old. Yeah, and this day in 2013, Paul Walker died in that car crash. Who wrote that headline? I know. What a, like, incense. He drove fast cars, and now he died in one. Like, good lord. It's not a movie tag. I know. Listen. He drove fast cars in the movies,
2: and tonight he died in one.
0: After Paul. Yeah. That should have went through a little bit more of a filtering process. That was that. so
1: sad, man. That was. That it, was really sad. One of those unexpected ones. But, I mean, you look back on it. What? Who is the uh, other? Uh, James Dean yeah. died in well, a car crash.
0: Man, if you, and, and that car that Paul Walker was in, it, it's like, if you see those photos, man, it's just disintegrated. Well, and wasn't there a video of something like them speeding
1: off from like a paparazzi or something before that? Something
0: like that. And there's video of the actual crash. It's from pretty far oh, away, no. but you can just see like a big fireball going. Oh, let's. am glad let's, I've never seen that. Let's lighten it up a little Come bit. On, here. Let's do some birthdays here. Uh, ben Stiller is celebrating a birthday today. One of, my, one of my favorite movies is Dodgeball. And one of my favorite scenes is this one. Get off of me. Don't you touch me. It is over between us, Kate. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. I just love how he snaps, and the little scooter is
1: right there, Michelle. Right away. Hi, I love Ben Stiller, and you know, obviously, his father. Yeah, just as funny.
0: His, his father made The King of Queens, without a doubt. That show would not have been. And look, I like Kevin James. I might actually go see Kevin James. He's going to be at uh, Mystic Lake Casino. Ooh. Uh I think I don't know what it is, but anyway. Um, yeah, his dad made that show. But he how old is... Stole every
1: scene he was in. And especially, oh, go back to Seinfeld, too. Yeah. Uh, but Ben Stiller, he's got to be 55.
0: Ah, darn it. Look.
1: Oh! Hey, I got an
0: <laughs> No, he is 57 today. I was going to say 56. Yeah, see, should have, man. You could have got the ding. That's all right, though. Uh, and then also celebrating a birthday today. It's one of my favorite songs. Billy Idol, it's his birthday today. Oh, all right. Uh, I'm, I'm not
1: gonna lie to you. If you would have told me Billy Idol was dead, I'd have believed you too. Really? Well, he, I, has he done
0: anything lately? Oh, he was in the Wedding Singer. Yeah, <laughs> he was in. Oh, he was in an episode of the Goldbergs like a couple years ago. Really? Oh, play, playing himself in the Wedding Singer. Really, they, they did this weird storyline where Barry on the show was going to get married. He hopped on a flight because his fiance left him, and that flight was supposed to be the same one that Adam Sandler was on from the Wedding Singer. Now, was this episode way after the show it kind of it was getting peaked? It, it was fizzling okay. out for sure at that point. Uh, but but yeah, it was a, it was a creative storyline though. 65? Ah, dang it, Wood. Uh, you just like me using that new buzzer. Well. No, no, uh he is 67 today. Okay. Good for him, man. He made it. And? Is that the last birthday? Oh, yeah. That's all I'm going to do. It was Bo Jackson's birthday. Come on. I didn't know if anyone respect. knew who Bo Jackson was. Are you kidding? Dude, I had Bo Jackson Nikes back in the 90s. Maybe the greatest athlete to ever live. Bo don't know Diddley. Remember
1: I, those commercials? Remember, he set a Major League Baseball record, four home runs, and four at-bats with a DL stint mixed in between. Came back into the Major Leagues with an artificial hip. I mean, some of the stories about Bo Jackson... There's a guy who's writing a book right now of yeah. Bo Jackson's stories, and Bo Jackson's not it. He's just talking to people like that he did stuff against him in high school and in college. Deion Sanders said he was still the scariest person he ever saw on the football field. Really? Because Deion said he had one chance to tackle him. Now, if you don't know, Deion Sanders, a phenomenal athlete of his own, right? hated tackling, tried to go up and tackle Bo Jackson. He said he stiff farmed me into the earth. <laughs> and kept on going. Uh, Just amazing.
0: I was a fan of Bo Jackson when I was a kid because because of the commercials. I was like, oh, that guy's cool, man. And also, not to get too nerdy on you. Hurry up, we're running super late. A cheat code in Tecmo Bowl. Was okay.
1: the most unguardable player ever in video game history. Oh, yeah, I'm still playing Billy
0: Idol. Uh, all right, well, how old is Bo oh, Jackson? I 60 today, oh, man. Yeah, you, I knew you'd know that one. Oh, come on. All right, well, of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well. By the way, Jessica says, it says processed cheese food. It's not really cheese. So my beef and cheese sticks, that's not really cheese in there. No, it's not. But I don't care. It's delicious. Okay. I eat a lot of things that aren't real food, and they're dang good.